when I was in New York, there was, oh, darn it, a show that it was all about the nudity, but I was seeing it probably 20 years past its prime. So I was this acting student. Like Emmanuel? No, it wasn't that. I, oh, it <laughs> I was thinking, is it O Calcutta? But no, it's not that. Okay. No, that was, wasn't it? It is O Calcutta? Yes. Okay. So as you said, it, it's like, yes. It was still going in New York. It was, you know, when you go to the strip bars like we do, and they're tired gals, they've done it a lot. It was a bit like that. Like, yeah, I'm naked, I'm on stage. It just was such a bizarre experience in New York going, okay, well, uh, uh, yeah, that's a job. I I guess that's acting. I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. So let's talk voiceover, Gillian Brashear. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. Welcome to this thing that we do called Let's Talk Voiceover. And thanks for doing this. And thanks for wanting to get in and do this. So I'm curious, because even though we talked about it, it's like, would you like to do this thing? And you're like, I'd love to do this thing. We never talked about why. So why? Why do I want to do it? Well, ultimately, I like to play. And you're a great play partner. <laughs> yes. You're already better than Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and I love learning about people. I'm excited to hear people's stories. I am excited to hear what they know and what they want to share and what they want to talk about. And actually, honestly, there are questions that I have for people that I've done their work, worked on their work, shall I say, on their files and whatnot mm -hmm. that we've recorded and I've worked on. And I have things I want to know and that I want to ask them. Right. So you're talking like some of the people that you've worked with, the kind of things where you say, I don't know why she chose or he chose to do this, but that's really interesting. Or are you talking more of the techniques that they use to get a specific sound or specific delivery out? Or I think both. You know, when I'm Working on somebody's recording, I get into the world that they've created and I become very curious. Sometimes it's I'm curious, how did you come up with that as your portrayal? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is literally, how do you make that sound with your voice? Because I don't even understand how that comes out of anybody's human body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes I notice people have incredible technique and I'd like to know about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of things. Sometimes they just sound like they're really fun and I want to hang out with them for a while. <laughs> so this might be as close as I ever get. You never know. And the thing that's really interesting to me, listening to the comments that you've said back to me about stuff, because again, you come at this from being an actor mm. and this may not be accurate, but in my head, you really come at it first from being stage actor and everything else kind of came mm -hmm. second, third, or is that accurate? Is that not accurate? Yeah. When I decided that I wanted to actually dive in and be an actor and admit that that was the passion that I had, I wanted to do it in the best way possible. Or what that meant to me at the time was I wanted to learn in the place that I thought I would get the best skills and that would really challenge me to be the best that I could be. And for me, that was New York stage. 
So you've probably have told me this before, but I don't remember all the details if you did. Because I know you went to drama school. Yeah. Obviously, not, not everybody that comes into the, at least the stuff that we talk about, mm. while they may have an acting background or a singing background, not everybody has gone to drama school. You went to acting school. What led you to do that? Well, I had always had a passion for it. I started acting just casually in the things that you do when you're a kid. And then I put it away to do other things, go to school, be a little crazy. I ended up traveling to Australia and spending some time there. And I think getting away from the United States and being in a different place, which was marvelous, for a very long period of time allowed me to look back at my life and really assess what it was that I wanted to do. So away from the drive and ambition and the the courses that were sort of served up as young people, you know, this is a path and this is a path and this is a path. And there just came a point where I realized I this is what I want to do. So I auditioned for acting school in New York. I let that decision guide me. I was accepted and there I went. Mm, that's really interesting. This is a total sidebar. What things did you see differently leaving the United States? And it may have absolutely nothing to do with acting, but just how do you think that kind of just shaped you as a person and maybe led you to make some different decisions? I can say that my time out of the United States has profoundly changed my outlook on life in a good way. I went there. I had extreme culture shock. And given that it's an English-speaking country, that's saying a lot. But I was. I mean, I was mm -hmm. kind of paralyzed for a while. It took me easily six weeks just to be able to relax mm -hmm. and relax into the environment and be able to relate to people on the pace that they have there. Mm -hmm. But spending enough time there uh, really allowed me to identify the fact that they actually, really, they actually enjoy living life more. Mm -hmm. They're really invested in enjoying their lives and not so much ambition driven. Now, this, frankly, is when I was there. Mm -hmm. And it's not that they weren't out doing stuff. There were people doing great things and having businesses and, and doing such, but it was the balance. It's that they had a, a healthy balance of enjoying their life and socializing and being extremely jovial while also doing the other things in life that you have to do. And I think that's really my big takeaway. So you think that allowed you in some way to say, yeah, acting, because maybe because acting is not if you're going to get into it to make a lot of money, that's probably not, you know, in your top 10 picks or some other reason. Well, again, I think I had a, a passion for it. I had a desire to do it from the time I was really young. I mean, honestly, probably six years old, it was a thing for me mm -hmm. and something I got deep joy out of. The act of pursuing it was very frightening which is really why I didn't do it and why I didn't go any farther with it for a really long time. And at that point, while I was there in Australia, I could no longer deny the fact that even though I was terrified to do it, I would never resolve the wanting unless I went ahead and tried. Mm -hmm. And I just realized I don't want to spend my life wishing I had done something so just go do it and let the chips fall where they may. 
What was the terror for you? I ask as a person who went out and did music the same way. Uh, putting yourself out there, really, honestly, it's throwing all the chips on yourself. It's a big move. It's bold. I didn't grow up in a family of artists of really any kind. So there's no system of support for, hey, yeah, and I know this is what you do. I mean, it wasn't like anybody was holding me back. Right. But it was a pioneer move as far as any upbringing that I had. Right. Um, and New York is scary. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been... And you listen to all the stories about it, it seemed like a really big, scary place. Now, it's actually one of my favorite places, and I love it, and it doesn't scare me now. But, you know, it's all the stuff you don't know. It's your fear of the unknown. And it's also, oh, you know, the fear of figuring out, can you really, do you really have what it takes to follow through on a dream? Well, in New York, well, maybe differently than Australia, New York is culture shock. It's culture shock to people who live in the United States. And I would argue that New York is culture shock to people who even come from other big cities. Absolutely. I love Chicago. Chicago is not New York and vice versa. Mm -hmm. New York is its own thing. It's just absolutely its own place. And yeah. sure, there are some parallels, but they're just very, they're, you know, LA, those are your big three cities in the United States. And they're just drastically different from one another. Yes, they are. So one of the things I'm really looking forward to with you doing this, really, I've worked with you in all stages. I've worked with you as an actor. I've worked with you doing editing and mastering. I've worked with you where you are directing, and I'm fly on the wall with that. I'm just really fascinated by how in some ways how lockstep we are with a lot of things, but how also very different we are with things. You will hear things and do things that I didn't hear, but that what you heard is correct. And you will do things that are not right or wrong compared to what I do, but they're different. And sometimes, quite frankly, a lot of the things that you have done, I think, wow, that is different than how I would have done. And I think what, how you approach that is much better than I would approach that in that situation. So that's one of the things that for me, I really want to hear because you have a tremendous amount of insight and I learn from you. And I've watched how you've made me think differently. So I think when it comes to talking to somebody, your thought process with that person is a little bit different. And I also think that there's a lot to be said for just you being a woman actor mm. and how you just are going to have a, a different kind of sensitivity to stuff than, than I certainly will. Great. Thank you. First, thank you <laughs> for all of that. <laughs> Um, I think it comes down a lot too for me is that I am essentially a very curious person. And so even when I'm listening to somebody in a directing session, I become really curious about the lines and how they're saying it. And somehow there's something to that, that if you're curious about something, a door opens and suddenly whatever direction needs to be said makes sense. Mm -hmm. Does that does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, of course. Absolutely, it does. You know, I think all of us are curious in some way. It's just the angle of curiosity that I will often listen to you go down mm. or the way that you will talk to an actor and say, I have an idea. And I do that too. And other directors that I've seen who I admire do that. But everybody's got a different way of, of approaching it mm. and a different way to say it. 
And I also think, again, you know, I look at somebody like you, like my friend Tom Keegan, where you both have an acting background. And sometimes you come up with things very differently than, say, like myself or Andrea Toyas, who come from a music background. And you also have that music background, which, by the way, may I say, while I always knew it was there, just to tell a little story on Gillian, there's this Austin singer-songwriter group that I've been in for, you know, five, six years. And it's this really intense thing of you get a prompt and you got one week to write a two-minute or more song, usually fully produced. I mean, sometimes people don't fully produce them out, but all the people that are in the group, for a lot of them, this is what they do for a living. So you have like these heavyweights in there and you're just sticking your little old songs in there. And I'd asked her if she wanted to do it. And she kind of said, oh, sure. And I thought, well, it'll be interesting to see if she makes it through the whole semester. The very first song I heard of hers, I'm listening to her sing. You never told me you could sing like that. <laughs> and then we had some weeks where we were asked to collaborate because that was just part of the, the prompt. And we collaborate on a song. And so now I'm giving her stuff that I would have sang and I'm not a great singer. And I'm just listening to her bring this whole thing alive. And it, like, why did you never tell me this? Why did you never tell me that you, it's like, you didn't even, you didn't even bother. You're like, oh yeah, this thing I do. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's this thing. I mean, you're a really, really solid singer. I, well, thank you. Again, I can't say that that's something I really uh, embody thinking about myself. I go around singing, but it was a whole different thing to write something and then actually sing it and actually record it and actually put it together. Mm -hmm. I'd never done that before. And again, I found the process of being curious about it, curious about writing a song, curious about singing, curious about recording it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's your takeaway from that for just for you personally, not for the process so much? Because you made it all the way through. Yeah. What's your takeaway with that? My takeaway is I'd like to do more. So what about it makes you want to do more? Well, the process itself was so invigorating and opened up this whole new avenue about myself I didn't even know. I really didn't know. I know you say it sounds like I was hiding something from you, but I frankly didn't know. Plus the fact <laughs> that, <laughs> that I have these songs. I have these baby songs now. And when I go back and listen to them, I'm, I'm really happy about it. I mean, they're not perfect, but I love them. And I would like more of that. Right. I think anybody, everybody, even if you don't think you should do it, you should do it because it's an amazing process and fun. So related to acting, what did it teach you about acting? I think it's that it allowed a creative process that you don't often get. The issue with acting is that you need someone else to act. You really do. And... It's hard to explore by yourself. And this was a way to explore my creativity and my voice and words. And having words come out of me in some sort of a framework of a song, it's a satisfaction that you get. It resonates with the same satisfaction that you get as an actor, but it was a way to really let it bloom in a new way and in a new capacity that feeds acting, most certainly, but just allowed for some, it was like a sweet dessert, just yummy. <laughs> I love that. And with that, thank you for doing this. I 
really, really look forward to however long you and I are engaged in doing this. I'm looking forward too. It's going to be a good adventure. And well, I hope I don't embarrass you too much, but maybe once or twice I will have to embarrass you. <laughs> you know, that was never an issue for BT. If he ever had the opportunity to, he would. So what's new? <laughs> okay. Game on. <laughs> and now we need to come up with a sign off. Okay. I could go. All right. <laughs> That would actually be a fun little inside joke. <laughs> that would be funny. All right. Sure. <laughs> oh, sure. All righty. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a fun ride. Probably at my expense. Let's Talk VoiceOver is hosted by Gillian Brashear, actor, director, visionary, and me, Randall Ryan, owner of Hamsterball Studios, delivering the world's best talent virtually anywhere. And I can also be found at thevoicedirector.world. Got comments, questions, or just want to let us know what you think? Reach out at info at letstalkvoiceover.com. Find us at all your favorite places to get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. If there are podcasts, we're probably there. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and we'll talk again very soon.